you know, you 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 went uh, uh, you crossed the line last week, and and, and you really embarrassed me. Uh, this, this is a major source of income for for my family and I. And if you're going to come on the show and be so unprofessional and you know talk over me and and play Papa Roach songs uh, and, and interrupt our callers and, and and you know have babies crying, Mike, you know, what? You, you, no, no, you know what? This is. You need to tell that wife of yours to watch that kid and and not go out with her friends and and drink alcohol and smoke and smoke weed uh, on a Thursday night. That this is this is Renee's job to to watch that kid and, and not have you know the 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 baby crying on our podcast. And and if you're not going to tell her that, you you My- know no no l- listen to me, Austin. You know I know your wife. You know that she texts me all the time and we talk and, and we have a history. So, so if you, if you can't do it, I'm going to do it for you. Okay. And, and this can't happen. I have, I have, I could be on any podcast in, in the world. Okay. I, I, I am one of the most knowledgeable wrestling personalities uh, uh, out there. And, 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 and you should be honored to have me on your, on your podcast. Okay. And in, in the story and, and just play the song right now, start the show and you know improve because because i'm not going to continue doing this with you if you if you keep this up all right man are you done play the song to start the show and we can start the show recording live from bakersfield california it's in the ring with mike and austin Hey, 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 what's going on out there? Uh, big night tonight. Welcome to In the Ring. I'm your host, Austin A.C. Cooper. Here, my main man, Mike West. Mike, how you doing tonight? I am doing awesome tonight, Austin. I am uh, excited for our special guest for the evening and to talk some professional wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Big show tonight. Uh, appreciate all those of you are joining us. Um, if you want to chime in today, maybe have a question for our, our special guest tonight, little boogeyman, Chris Holyfield, uh, will be joining us a little bit later. So if you want to call in, maybe have a question for him, um, or maybe just want to throw your two cents in about the last week, um, our number, if you want to call in, is 646-668-2676. We'd love to have you on. We appreciate our listeners um, but big show tonight, Mike. Um, we have a special guest. I, I said it. Um, Chris Holyfield, you know him probably better, is as Little Boogeyman. Um, had some epic matches back in the day. Um, so really excited to have him join and see where he's been over the last little while. Um, and then also we'll, we'll have a special with um, Brett Bradford, our, our insider, bringing us the, the background or uh, backstage news and, and insider views. And he's actually... Um, with a special event coming up this weekend, really excited to have him get on and give us some, uh, you know, give us the results uh, of this upcoming event. He's pretty confident. I, I, frankly, Mike, I cannot wait. I mean, he is one of the best in the industry, if not the best, most knowledgeable person probably in the whole world. And so I'm really excited to have him on in a little bit to, to give us the insight of what's happening this weekend. Well, you know, that's your opinion, Austin. Uh, that's not one that I share. 
yeah, I quite frankly, I think Brett is kind of full of it, and he's a manipulator, and he's not honest, and I do not I, know I, why I, he's on. He's on the show because he's an insider. Um, he gets it. There's probably more knowledge uh, than anybody else in the world. Moving on to a little bit of sadder note, um, thoughts and prayers go out to Jim Ross, um, whose wife actually passed away this week. Um, really tragic. Um, uh, was in an accident. She died like so, two weeks ago before WrestleMania. Why is she coming up now? This this happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh my god. I I don't know. I my I don't know where I'm getting my sources, Mike. But um, probably Brett Bradford. Um, I'm gonna stand by Brett in this situation, Mike. Um, either way, um, that that was news to me. Um, I I guess I don't know what happened. So, but um. Yeah, excited to have Brett and thoughts and prayers out to Jim Ross. Um, but let's let's jump into Raw um, and, and talk a little bit about this. Um, a big win, maybe the biggest win of his young career, um, Callisto defeating Braun Strowman. But, I mean, that wasn't the end of the night for him, but, but solid win for him within the ring, Mike. Yeah, no, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was an interesting night. Um... Uh, obviously, the uh, Braun Strowman was was favored in this matchup, and um, you know Kalisto won up him. But uh, that you know the the one upmanship only lasted for a couple seconds because uh, Strowman destroyed Kalisto. He uh, he took took him apart of the ring, put him in that dumpster, locked it shut, and uh, he pushed him off that stage. Uh, this is the only the second time I recall this happening. Uh, the first time being the New Age Outlaws with uh, uh, Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie back in 1998. Uh, just as impressive. Uh, Strowman is a monster right now. I, I, I'm not sure who can stop him. He he is the hottest superstar in WWE. Yeah, I mean, every week I feel like you and I get on here, and it's another it's another thing with Strowman. Um, I feel like he's I mean he's the real star of WWE right now. Um, I mean, he lose a match and you still steal the night um, with with the whole dumpster and throwing him in there. Um, I mean, he is the breakout star so far of 2017, and I, I couldn't be happier for him. Um, I sometimes pushes the envelope, um, kind of crosses that line sometimes. But I think it's good for the, I think it's good for what he's doing. I, you know, it's a good thing for him um, and for frankly the whole WWE family. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, are they trying to set up? Uh, a Braun versus Brock fight in the future? I mean, are they trying to position him right for, for something like that? Or where do you think where do you think his future lies, Mike? Yeah, that that match has been rumored in the past. Um I, I wanna say it was about a, a year ago and, and and the crowd reaction or, or the internet reaction was um not not too keen on the idea. Um now that's like the, the, the star match that that that's I, I could see it definitely either at SummerSlam or if if you know they're they're really confident in Strowman that could be the uh, WrestleMania 34 main event next week or next year sorry yeah um, e- either event I think it'd be a, I think it's going to be great I think it um, I just yeah I pray that those rumors are true um, because that's really the match that we read right now but I mean Strowman basically throwing Ron his back for a pretty, pretty mediocre night. Um, everywhere else, I mean, he was the breakout star that night. Um, but another interesting match, um, I mean, the Ambrose-Jericho, um, 
Miz and, and Wyatt, you know, Bray, they they'd ended in a no contest um, when, when Wyatt just kind of takes over and, and is beating everybody up. What's your thoughts on this, Mike? Yeah, it was a uh, uh, it was a cluster, uh, you know, expletive to, to say the least. It was it was an awful main event. Um, I I I, it t- I had to watch it back uh, actually three times to figure out what exactly happened. It made it didn't it did not make a lot of sense. Miz was looking for a mystery partner. No no mystery partner shows up, and then kind of in the middle of the match, uh, Bray Wyatt shows up and just beats everyone up, and then he beats his up. It was just it was it was a mess. Um, but Raw, this is one of the worst Raws I've actually ever seen, uh, and 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 I've seen every single one. I think we're getting close to 1,500 episodes since 1993. Uh, this 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 might have been one of the worst. Um, just a mess. Raw's, Raw, Raw needs some help right now. I, I, I think uh, the superstar shakeup a couple of weeks ago did some damage to the show. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, it, it just feels like not everybody's totally comfortable. I feel like the, the storylines are kind of weak right now, and I think you're right. I think that shakeup, uh, it, it did more to, to hurt um, the shows this week. But, I, you know, maybe they have a, a, better, a better view of what, what's going to happen moving forward. Um, and, you know, maybe they're really going to turn this around. But, yeah, I was pretty disappointed, um, pretty disappointed with that. Um, tell it to Miss TV, uh, which kind of turned into the Ambrose Asylum. I mean, walk me through what Ambrose is doing, um, kind of taking over the highlight reel. So um, what happened to Miss TV this week? Kind of a letdown. Yeah, so so they started the, sh- the show out with Jericho's highlight reel. Uh, then the Miz interrupted and turned it into his show, Miz TV. Then Ambrose came out and turned it in into the Ambrose Asylum. It, it was just a, a mess of a beginning and a mess of an end. Um, kind of the only funny moment was, um, you know, going back to the Dean Ambrose-Chris Jericho feud from uh, a few months back. Uh, when, when Ambrose destroyed Jericho's light-up jacket, he actually gave him a new light-up jacket on Raw. Not not quite as nice as Jericho's fifteen thousand dollar light-up jacket, but it, it was it looked like a like a like a jacket suit you would have gotten from a, a Coles with some Christmas lights kind of worked into it. So that was kind of a funny moment. But other than that, uh, bad opening, bad closing, uh, just just a rough Raw. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I thought I thought the Matt Hardy uh, Sheamus fight was was going to do something for me, um, but Matt Hardy these days um, not showing signs of really, or is, you know, showing signs of not really being there mentally, um, being kind of out there. He's been getting a lot on Twitter talking about the broken universe. I mean, he did win this match against Sheamus, but just kind of a uh, just Hardy's been out there a little bit lately. Yeah, they're they're. You know, there, there. I know there's some legal issues going on with uh, with Matt Hardy and his uh, prior organization he was wrestling with, um, as far as getting some rights taken care of. But uh, he he is showing some signs of of, of bringing this this uh, this broken character to WWE programming, uh, which is kind of what got him rehired, uh, to say the least. Um, uh, WWE was uh, really into the act that he was doing at the other company. They said we need to get him. We need to get him back on WWE. So he he he's kind of towing the line right now. Um, I'm very curious and interested to see where that actually goes. Uh, that, that was uh, the Matt Hardy Sheamus match was the uh, probably my favorite part of the night actually. 
Yeah, me too. Um, and I'm happy Hardy, you know, Matt Hardy's back, um, kind of get a little more involved, but yeah, I agree. I think it was, I think it was from a wrestling standpoint, this is probably my favorite, favorite match uh, of the night, like you, Mike. Um, but again, you can keep going back to Strowman. I mean, that guy knows how to steal a night. Um, and it just that he really, you know, between those two, I, I, he really took over and kind of saved that show. Um, it, it hit me with a few last points on Raw. I, like we've said, kind of, you know, lackluster event. It was kind of out there. But any other kind of major things you want to talk about, Mike, before we, we uh, move on and, and get, uh, get little Boogeyman uh, on the show in a few minutes? Yeah, you know, uh, Raw was kind of, uh, it felt like they were kind of spinning their wheels, getting ready for the show on Sunday. Um, that, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much how I can sum it up. You getting? Uh, I believe you're getting little boogeyman on the phone right now. Uh, we're very yeah. excited for this interview coming up. So yeah. Um, so before I before I grab him, Mike, um, I did, talk me a little bit about uh, Apollo Cruz. Uh, this fight with Kurt Hawkins. I'm gonna go grab a um, little boogeyman real quick. Yeah, um, you can, get you can him get on. Little boogeyman. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So so Kurt Kurt Hawkins, uh, you know, has been doing his uh, star maker routine in the ring every week and uh this week apollo cruz answered the call uh apollo cruz came out made short work of kurt hawkins and um it it, it, it's finally nice to see uh apollo cruz finally get some uh some action going in in wwe he um obviously was interrupted by titus o'neill afterwards trying to sign apollo cruz to the uh, titus brand uh titus took a selfie with him uh, kind of an awkward scene, um, but other than that, you know, I think it's time for uh, Paulo Cruz to really step it up. He he, he kind of got moved up from NXT a little bit too quickly uh, for 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 my uh, tastes, but uh, it, it, he really needs to stand out. He he was on SmackDown last year, didn't do much. Um, it's time for Apollo Cruz to to really step it up, and then tonight was definitely, or I'm sorry, Monday night was definitely a step in the uh, right direction. I believe Austin is uh, still trying to get little boogeyman on the phone. Uh, very excited about this interview coming up. I've, I, I am a big, huge actually, little boogeyman fan. Uh, you know. Back in 2007, when he started, uh, this is definitely a a big get for us, our first guest and all. All right, looks like uh, Austin might be having some technical difficulties. All right, Mike, we uh, we got him. I'm going to bring him on. Really excited to have um, little boogeyman uh, Chris Holyfield himself. Hey, uh, Chris, really excited to have you. Hey, man, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show, Chris. Uh, excited to have you here. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. All right, perfect, Chris. Let me turn this down a little bit. We got the boogeyman music going. Excited to have you. Um, for those of you at home, let me let me introduce our guest tonight. Uh, we got Chris Holyfield, also known as Little Boogeyman, probably best. Um, the motivational speaker, actor, business owner. You've seen him on. You've seen him on SmackDown. He's been on ESPN, Dateline, NBC, and some movies. 
Um, he's also the founder of the 3D team and, and works with encouraging um, children around the United States and, and educates them on teasing and bullying. And, um, and we'll get a little bit of that a little bit later, Chris. But hey, really excited for you to join us. Really want to talk some wrestling tonight. Get your thoughts on um, you know everything WWE. So um, really, really happy to be here, Chris. How you been? Yeah, I, I've been good, man. And I uh, appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. You know, people reach out to you and they kind of want to, you know, get your story or get, you know, just hear you as a person, because I was, I didn't really want people just to see me as the little boogeyman. I wanted people to know who Chris Hollyfield was because that's who I'm going to, that's who I was before I was the little boogeyman. And that's who I'm going to be afterwards. You know, that, that was just, uh, a, t- a time of my life that, you know, I had that opportunity to make it to the ultimate level of sports entertainment and uh which was great. I'm blessed for it. I uh, appreciate Vince and uh the talent and all those uh man you know, Stephanie and all those guys for allowing me to be a part of that. But you know, also wanna know you know, people to know who I really am because when you're not on television with WWE no more <laughs> nobody cares. So before you stop caring, you know, know who the person is that that uh that used to be one of your favorite characters, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, get to know absolutely. Who, get yeah, to know get, to, get to know you. It's really yeah. I mean you you've been wrestling for a long time. I think uh long late eighties, right? Like eighty seven, uh, is kinda of really when you broke Yeah. Yes. And then the first I guess the first big break was I think it was two thousand one, uh the mini mini Booker T with mm-hmm. I mean you shared the stage with the rock at a time I mean, shit, he's still one of, I mean, he still is a superstar, like one of the most, um, you know, the biggest stars in the world. And, and at that time, yeah. in the heyday. And um, I mean, tell me a little bit about that, Chris, being in the ring, playing that character. And really, how did how did that opportunity come up for you? Yeah, you know, it was it was the luck of the draw, really. What happened was uh, the Rock beat uh, Booker T uh, for the title. And so they wanted to uh, more or less, uh, pull a poo, uh, spoof on Booker T. So they reached out and asked me would I be interested to flying out to Sacramento and uh, uh, doing a book. They were calling it Booker Wee in the locker room. You know, say, hey, you want to do a Booker Wee <laughs> uh, <laughs> a gimmick? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. No problem. You know, figured, <laughs> you know because I felt like, well, maybe that might turn into something because it's more of a human character because um, I hate playing uh, a character that dies. You know, when you play a character that dies, you know, it's just like, you know, you're here today, gone tomorrow. But uh, that's that's another story with the little book, uh, little, boog- little boogeyman. But as uh, Booker T, they, they flew me out to Sacramento. I went out there, and um, it was funny because uh, it was my first time with them, so I was very green. I didn't know, you know, what to say, what not to say, you know, more or less like, hey, speak when spoken to. But um, the funny thing about it was I was asking Stephanie, I said, uh, um, do you do you think I can, like, come out like the Booker T with the slacks on and the, the gold chains on and, you know, more or less like that? And she says, I didn't hire you for the for your ideals. If you don't want to do this, you know. She shut you down, like, man. Just, yeah, she just, shut me I, down uh, so I, I pulled up that clip today, and, uh, you know, you mentioned being green first time there, kind of on the big stage, but I'll say, hey, you handled yourself really well. 
Um, yeah, I, I did. I, you I, looked I, very comfortable to ring, especially with being with a star that big. So no, I mean, you have, realize, you, have, you have to realize I was I was doing it independently since 1987. So you know, you take 1987, uh, and that happened in uh, 2001. So that's a that's a lot of time of doing that. Uh, I call it the backyard. I call it backyard wrestling because yeah, you know, if, if I'm not on television. That's shit. That's backyard stuff. And you got to think about it. We didn't even have the internet to even like give you exposure. You know, the internet yeah. wasn't like, like, like that at that time when I came in in 87. So, you know, I didn't have Facebook live or any of those things outlets to really promote you. You just hope that uh, somebody called your house numbers. Cause you got to realize there was no cell phones. So you didn't, you know, you, you hope that they had your, your house number. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, was, it was a different era, you know, coming in the, in the business. But um, yeah, absolutely. And so you went away, you, sorry, sorry to interrupt. So you went away for a little while. So 2001, you did the well, mini book so, of tea. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject here. Uh, you, yeah. uh, Chris, you mentioned uh, being green. Uh, th- those spinneroonies were definitely pretty green. Did how, how many uh, how many practices or attempts of, of the spinneroonie did you have before you went out there? Uh, I did that one time. Yeah, it was very apparent. <laughs> I, I did it one time, but they loved it though. They loved it. No, it's funny. It was it was awesome. They they loved it, and uh, um, yeah, well, you know, he says, because uh, I didn't even know what the spinner really was because I just, <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't watch wrestling like that because in the business when things don't go what you th- the way they where you think they're supposed to go. You you step back, you know it's like a relationship. It's you know you get your heart broke, you know you step back because oh I don't want to be in a relationship no more. Uh, you know I'm just not gonna. Get, you, you understand what I'm saying? Because you get when you feel that you got hurt because you got to realize going back again. I I was in the business in, in 1987, and I was training with Lord Littlebrook, and um, Lord Littlebrook was the guy that if you were gonna go to the WWF at the time, it was gonna come through Lord Littlebrook because WWF used to call him and, and use all his guys, right? All the little guys. So you know that was, um, you know that was your bread and butter if you was gonna go and make it to the top, versus doing you know this backyard stuff and hoping that you're gonna get paid by the promoters and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, otherwise, you know, it was just a, almost like a dead end. So you know, I was yeah, in the game absolutely. for a long, yeah, you know, and I was then, in the game for it, a long time. I mean, shoot, 2007, um, you come out, you had that big match with, you know, Hornswoggle, Finley Feud, um, you and Boogeyman, uh, kind of kind of a big, that's kind of a big deal. Like, it was a, a great match. Tell me about those worms in your mouth, huh? Oh, man, um, that, that was another uh, situation there, too, because when they actually called me to say, hey, would you be interested in doing a little Boogeyman? And once again, I was... I stepped away from wrestling, and I was like, "Boogie man, let me see who this character is." So I looked it up, and I said, "Oh, okay." And you know, once again, I was like, "Dang, man, this character is not going to live for long because it's a monster. Monsters don't live long. Thugs get locked up. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Thugs go to jail or die, and monsters don't live. So that character, I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I wish we had a different character that we spoke. You know." you know, was spoke more often and things of that nature because it gives you longevity. But anyway, when I got there, they said, hey, um, you know, we, we 
uh, Big Boogie, you know, he said, hey, you know, we got to put these worms in the mouth. And then they asked me if I wanted to go and, like, rehearse that, you know, go over it a couple times. So I'm not rehearsing that. It's just going to be, be one time. What in one You know, I just did it, you know. I, I'm I'm a I'm a one hit wonder type of guy. You give me a line, I'm gonna hit it. You know, and I don't don't give me all this like keep practicing at it because I'm gonna keep practice putting words in my mouth. So, <laughs> uh, what I did is um, you know, they were nice and cold though, like they were like oysters on all rocks. You know what I'm saying? Like um, they, were, they had them all cleaned up, all some ice some ice cubes and stuff. So uh, I took them and I just put them in my mouth and uh, and it was just you know I blocked all that out because you know you're talking about you know, 18,000 people, and um, I, I believe we was in Seattle. You know, you got 18,000 people. Get, get ready to explode. You get ready to kill it. And then, uh, you know, four or five million people watching. It's like, oh, right. man, this, is, this is about to hit the roof right here. And I said, and, there, and it was something that nobody knew about to happen, though. That was the biggest thing. You know, like right. a lot of times, a lot of times you know what's going to happen, you know, what's what's next. And then nobody knew this was going to happen, you know, and, and it was only supposed to happen for one time. You know, the, you know, a lot of people don't know that it was only supposed to happen for one time. It was like, it was supposed to happen one time. And that was it. Just yeah. Like, you, um, you actually got a, you got a couple months out of that. You got a, you know, the, the, the pay-per-view in February at a Saturday night's main event, which was on a primetime television. Uh, oh, I, I, I got over a year in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, I, it was, it was huge. Um, yeah. you know, you, you got to, you know, I, I also got a chance to go back and watch some of that stuff. And, uh, you, you did have a couple moments in the ring with, uh, Finley, uh, t- tell me about how it was. Cause you guys were actually doing some, a little bit of wrestling, you know, yeah. sometimes with these matches, it gets kind of gimmicky, but you, you did a little bit of wrestling with Finley in there. So tell us about that. I, I, you know, because the simple fact that I used to wrestle in high school, I was just shit in high school, dude. I, I, I was, I was, <laughs> no, I, you, you definitely had some skill in there for sure. You know, I, I had the skills to make meals, but, you know, they just didn't see that. But uh, I, um, <laughs> no, I, wrestled, I, I wrestled in high school, so I was already, you know, athletic for somebody that's only four foot four. I was very athletic. And, um, we, we, you know, we walked we walk through our matches and everything, and uh, and uh, we he, we put each other in a little arm bar type thing, and, you know, it was, it was it was it was natural because it was something I'd been around it for so long, and I was looking for something, and that's why the match, that particular match with me and Finley, went over so well because it got away from the gimmicky part. Because I, I'm not I'm not good at the gimmicky part because I don't like it. Not that I'm not good enough to do it. It's just that I don't like it. So I don't. It, it's hard to put two hundred percent into something that you really don't like, but yet you still want to be there. You see what I'm saying? Right. You, right. You, know, yeah. you, you want to be That's... there. You're on that platform, and then you you want to go up to somebody and say, "Damn it, why can't we wrestle and, pe- and represent the little guys as if we were six foot tall? You know, why why can't we get off the the gimmicky stuff and the clown, you know, the circus stuff? Because I don't think that you know at that point that we had to do that. That and that and that's just my opinion. People may that's listening may think like, "What is this guy talking about?" But you have to understand that there's a point that little people, we've come a long ways from just being in the Ringwood Brothers working in the damn circus to going to the next level of of the wrestling world that we could have been used in a different situation. You know, we could have been used in a total different situation. But when you get stuck, when people get stuck on something, that's all they know you for. Right, and right. That's, and that's what happened. And, you know, and those things, uh, they wore on me. You know, a lot of people didn't know. They wore on me because that – that's not what I wanted. 
you know, I wanted to be able to shine so movie people and everybody else can see you in another light that can give right. you other opportunities. You know, if you, if you look at The Rock's career, you know, when he finally came to a, to a light of the pinnacle of who he was, look what happened afterwards. Every movie production, you know, he, he became that guy. You know, no, and, I mean, and he's, he's at, the man right now. Like, everybody right. wants a piece of The Rock. Uh, like, his yeah. movie career is taking off. Like, he, yeah, he comes back and he he, gets, he hops on WWE and everything. But, yeah, I, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. And to kind of hit on something you said a little bit earlier, too, about, like, being killed off, like, what, your next match, you're in the ring with, with Mark Henry. And, I mean, that, that was the end of a little boogeyman. Um well, it was kind of the process, like, going through that, like, getting ready for that, um, kind of knowing that this character is done. And uh, for you, I mean, for you, the little per- like, for you, the little person, like, what, like, the complete, like, Mark Henry is, is ridiculously huge. Like, what a match. Like, how was that being in the ring with him? Like, um, it, it, you know, it was, uh, I mean, he, 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 he's a good worker. He's a good worker. And I was worried about that, you know, just not knowing, not knowing what was going to take place because, He's a big dude. He's just a big dude all the way around. And, uh, you, know, you know, we talked about what was going to take place. And um, But when he did slam me uh, afterwards, after the match was over, I had to get checked up on because they thought I might have had a concussion because if you want, if you go back and watch it, it's like my uh, – it was like my ass hit first, then my back, and then my head. In your head, you know, yeah. I actually did my, see that, yeah. It, my head popped twice. So, you know – and that, those, that's a sign of, you know, possibilities of, uh, you know, getting a slight concussion when your head pops like that. So uh, as soon as that vote was, you know, they went and I had the doctor check me and everything. But I, I was fine. Still dizzy, but, you know, I was fine. No concussion or anything of that nature. But he was very light when he uh, when he, uh, when he uh, came off the rope and uh, did a splash. Very light. Didn't even feel it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was, I mean, I, I like wow. a true, yeah, like a true professional. Like the guy gets his craft. Uh, he's a, a true professional. Um, we're gonna get a little bit into to what happened, at, you know, after your whole WWE career. I'm really interested in kind of the work you're doing right now. But I don't know if it's okay with you, Chris. We'd lo- I'd actually love to bring in some callers, just kind of ask Go you ahead. some questions. That's cool. Cool, cool. That's all um, good. Yeah, so we got we got Manny um, coming up. He's from the Bay Area, longtime fan, um, solid listener of the call. Um, Manny, you're on with uh, with Mike and Austin, a little boogeyman. What's on your mind tonight, Manny? Uh, I got a question for little boogeyman. Sure, go ahead, buddy. Let, let's hear it. First off, I'm a big fan of yours. I appreciate that, man. I I appreciate that, and that's. That's uh, immensely. I appreciate that. Uh, my question is, what what's WWE catering like? Oh, catering? <laughs> oh man, you talking about a? Uh, it ain't nothing like Golden Corral. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not knocking Golden Corral. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. And it's nice. It really is. It's first class. It's first class. It catering is first class. It really is. I mean, they hold no expenses back, man. They're they're top notch. Well, that's good to hear. My friends were asking me that all the time. I'm like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but just tell them it's better than Golden Crow. That's good. Uh, I I don't know if that's like a like a standard you want to live up to, but I'm 
God, it's better than Golden Crowd. Manny, yeah, anything on your mind? Great, great like, question for Little Boogeyman, Manny. <laughs> hey, no, Manny, you, you want to come at us with anything else? Uh, no, that's, I'm good. Thank you, awesome. Little Boogeyman. Hey, we appreciate right, you, you, Manny. Yourself, man. Appreciate it, Manny. Appreciate you being a, a listener of the show. Um, I, I think we got. I think we got one time for another call, Chris. If you're okay with that, um, let's yeah, bring I'm, on. I'm good, perfect. Let's bring on Jerry and Mike. Um, some friends calling together uh, from Florida. Um, Jerry and Mike, uh, you are in the ring with Mike and Austin, and our special guest tonight, Little Boogeyman, Chris Holyfield. What's on your mind tonight, guys? Hey, guys. Big fans. Huge fans. Uh, the podcast of Little Boogeyman. What are we talking about? I'm just kidding. Both. both. Yeah, both. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> yeah. Very, very diplomatic there. My friend Mike here wanted to tell you guys a story. All right. Hey, do uh, you guys remember uh, Wait, might have been older uh, do you guys know who uh, Leapin' Larry is? Uh, no. What, what does this have to do with Little Boogeyman? Alright. Well, Leapin' Larry is a wrestler, and he used to jump on guys and put them in a chokehold, and he would suck their cock till they passed out. Oh, and... disconnect these guys. Come on. <laughs> well, we're going to let those guys go. I uh, appreciate it, Jerry and Mike. I have no idea who you are, um, but uh, that's, that was taken to next level. Um, big thanks to, to little boogeyman Chris Holyfield for coming on to, with us tonight. Um, I, I think we got a few more questions um, and actually want to bring in a, a regular listener of the show, um, Israel from Jackson, Tennessee. Um, we'll, we'll bring you on in a minute or so, but hey, uh, Mike West, any, anything on your mind? Will we have little boogeyman on while I'm I'm gonna hop on and grab Israel real quick? Yeah, grab Israel. He's he's a he's a regular caller. Sorry about that again, Chris. Um, oh, it's no worries, man. We we gotta get those. I mean, yeah, you get the live yeah. call-ins. You can never you never know what's gonna happen. Um, no, you don't. No, it's all good. Uh, I had a question actually. Uh, did, did you make any uh, friends uh, or you know acquaintances that you still keep in touch with uh, during your time in WWE? Me, me and uh, me and Marty, we we talk uh, probably once a month. You know, we mm-hmm. we uh, reach out to we we reach out to each other. Since we you know we were tag team partners, so you know I, I uh, you know I'll reach out to him, see how he's doing and everything. He'll call me and see what's going on. And uh, but other than that, man, you know it, it's like um, what happens is a lot of times when you come in and you're an outsider, you kind of like uh, stay in your lane, uh, speak when spoken to, you know, be cordial, be friendly, and and kind of stick with yourself and go going about your business and allow them to approach you. You know, if they want, you know, if they want to hold that conversation with you, but you know, you don't want to go up to them and make it feel like you're some sort of mark, asking a lot of questions or, you know, j- just getting in the way more or less. You know, because you you don't because once once people have been with the WWE for a long time or they've made it to a certain level, it you know they less is more. Should I say less is more? They don't want to be right. like. They don't want to be all these mark mark questions or hey, can I get photos and things like that. So you kind of like, you know, you give loves, you dash them up, and and that's pretty much it. Like the, the guys that used to always come up to me and dap me up, Batista, because he's like, hey, dude, I love your shirt, man. I like your suit. 
You know, he would dap me up all the time. Uh, Randy Orton would always give me a hard time about what size shirt I wear. I said, do I wear a large? He says, no, that can't be. I said, it's my large. Well, uh, yeah, Orton wears like a medium. I know, extra medium. No, but he would... uh, he would always like uh, give me Randy Orton would give me a hard time, but only because he, he I could tell he liked you know he liked my swag, he liked the way I dressed and everything like that. He was he was cool with me. Um, God bless his soul, Kristen Wall. He was very like uh, he he spoke to me a lot because he knew I worked with kids. He spoke with me a lot, and um, even often one time prior to the situation, um, the last time we actually spoke, he it was a week before this situation happened with him. He asked me, he says, hey, um, at the time I, I owned a group home for at-risk kids. And he says, hey, if you want me to come out and speak to the kids, I'll, I'll come out and spend a day with them. And I was just honored that he even offered that. You know, Crispin wow. Wall, man, he, the, you know, the, that guy is, to me, he was the best. I mean, because yeah, he, yeah. he, 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 he laid it all out. You know, he laid it all out. And um, unfortunately, you know, situations happen, man, and uh, you never know what's going on in somebody's mind. So, you know, you can't point no fingers because you don't know because, you know, you just don't know where people are at each day. Yeah, you don't know you don't mentally, where, you know, what what, what you know what was going on. Uh, I, I think uh, along, along with everyone else in the industry, then no one saw that, that coming whatsoever. Um, no, 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 sorry. To I mean, absolutely tragic. Uh, guys, unless you, like, really need to hit on this, Mike, I, I got Israel ready to come on. Um, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, go got on. some important questions. And we can stay on this topic for a minute more if you want, Mike, if you have something important to no, say. But, no, it's um, great. Uh, Israel, I, Israel's a great caller of ours. Yeah, uh, Israel's a regular listener. Israel? Always appreciate you, uh, Israel, coming on with uh, Mike and Austin in the ring. And you're here on tonight with Little Boogeyman, um, the one and only Chris Holyfield. Appreciate you coming yeah, on. Before, What's on your mind tonight, Israel? Israel? Started, do you have something you need to tell <laughs> Israel the, because of last week, Austin? All right. Hey, Israel, I apologize. Uh, I don't know if you heard the intro to the show where I was reprimanded, but I just want to apologize. Uh, my wife was out. just having some fun with some friends. I took care of the kid. I had to leave the podcast. So props to you. Um, thanks for kind of taking over as co-host uh, with Mike West. Um, so, I, yeah, I yeah, apologize for that. Oh man, it's all good, man. I mean, hey, maybe maybe it's um Mike and Israel in the ring, huh? <laughs> uh, let's not push man, our get luck the there. fuck out of here, dude. Israel, you, <laughs> you try on. one more move like that, <laughs> like dude, you're done, dude. I won't. I'm screening hey, man, this call. On, you're done, fun. dude. Fun, hey, you're man. on tonight, just... Mike and Austin I'm... in the ring on tonight with Chris Holyfield. <laughs> What's on your mind, Israel? Let's get to the topic at hand. Hey man, I. I'm just happy to be here, you guys. Thanks for letting me on. Um, it's always, always a blast um, hanging out with you guys here. I'm very, very excited. Um, Chris, little big man, I'm a huge fan. Little boogie man, I'm a huge fan, man. Huge fan. Um, thank you for, thank you for taking the time to come on. Um, I don't, I don't know if you listen to the podcast regularly, but I usually come on. Um, I, I like, I really like to talk about the diversity uh, in the WWE. Um, so this is really big for me personally, you know, being able to talk to someone direct. I always have a lot of concerns about um, the diversity that the WWE brings. I just want to see more of it. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, it's, it's um, but it's always going to stay and be, uh, if I had to use a sport, it's going to always kind of be like hockey. And I'm just keeping right. it real with you. It's always going to be like hockey because it's just, it's just what it is. It's, it's, it's 
WWE. You know, it's forcing, you know, it's well, forcing the table. <laughs> you have to, uh, you got to read between the lines. It's gonna, that's what it's gonna be. I'm not, I'm not, you know, knocking nobody. I'm not dissing anybody, but it's gonna, it's gonna be on that level because it's just the type of audience that you have. That's, that's just the bottom line. You know, football is gonna be football. The NFL is gonna be NFL. And if you took NFL, if you took a lot of, uh, you know, people of, of my culture away from the NFL, man. Will it still be the NFL? It, 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 I'm not saying it's going to shut down, but it, it won't be the same. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, every, there's, a, there's a place for everybody, and certain things are going to be kept the way they are just because. I mean, it'll be enough to enter, to appease people, but as far as um, over, over the top, no, it's not going to change like that because it's, it's, not, it's not designed for that. You know, and, and you have to understand that and just be a fan or just be a wrestler and go with it. You know, just go with it, make the best of it, and uh, enjoy your time while you're there. Yeah. Because, you know, when you ask, you ask me, I wish that uh, that the little guys had more empowerment versus more, you know, and take away the circus scenario. Hey, and you know what? I'm glad that you said I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm glad you said that because that was my literally my next question. My next question was, do you feel like as a little person and a little African-American person that you were somewhat, uh, you know, like exploited and kind of made as like, like you said, like the circus freak show rather than, you know, a person who's a real, because you're, I mean, I'm looking at the, I'm just looking at pictures before I got on, you're, you're an athletic dude, you're an athletic looking dude, I mean, you got muscles, you know, in places that, you know, some people didn't even know had muscles, you know, so, you know, when do you, when do you think that that act drops and how does that make you feel? Well, I, I tell you, um, to be honest with you, um, my, my whole perspective when I went into wrestling back in 1987, I, uh, I, I you know I watch matches and stuff. Uh, I watch Haiti Kid and uh, uh, Little Beaver and uh, Cowboy Lane, uh, Little Mister T and uh, Little Tokyo and, and Lord Little Brook. I watch those guys. Cause, you know, been around it for so long. And I said, you know, I wanted to be like those guys, but I wanted to be like them guys, but yet be like the bigger guys, like the junkyard dogs. That's what I wanted to be like. I wanted to be like the junkyard dogs. You know, when I was when when I was going into wrestling, that's what my that was my perspective. I was hoping that they would ask me, "Hey, what do you what do you want to be?" I, like, I want to be like the junkyard dog. That's what I I, I like his gimmick. Um, uh, I, I just thought it was like just a, a pretty rough house kind of like take no crap, you know, type of guy, hardcore, beat you in the streets, you know. And, and but the little guys, we always was like run through the referee's legs, bite the guy on the butt. And then look and say it wasn't me, and you know, and you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't cool with that, you know. But it was nothing I could say because it's not my business. It's not my, you know. I'm trying to get into business, so there's things that I could say I didn't agree with, but I was, I didn't, I didn't feel exploited. I just felt that, you know, I said, I know I got to start somewhere if I'm going to get in this business. You know, it's no different if you're working at a uh, McDonald's or Walmart and you're a greeter. And then you become a cashier. Then you become a manager over the other cashiers. And then you become customer service manager. You know, so there's Amen. there's there's places that you gotta, you know, and I and, and and that's all the way around. No matter what you do, you know, in life, there's a there's a place that you have to start to to climb that that uh, that ladder. 
And yeah. and definitely wrestling is totally different, you know, versus the work, the real world, the, as far as working wise. But you know, I uh, I never felt explored it because if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna make me do anything I don't want to do. You, you see, so I don't. You know, I uh, didn't feel explored it, but, but I, I felt. Yeah, but but I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. When we're talking about that, like, do you feel like, like, do you feel like in certain situations, like there are other little people like that that will just get in and be exploited, like when oh, it's yeah. race oh. or like, and they'll just kind of give yeah. in because they're looking for like social acceptance or they're looking for whatever, yeah. like to get ahead. Well, like, and props to you. And and I want to hit on this. And Israel, I'm actually gonna let you go. Israel, appreciate you calling in tonight. Um, always a pleasure. Because I want to kind of segue this in. Um, so what's going on now? Um, I gave I gave a, I gave an introduction a little bit about you earlier, and you know, of course, all of us listening tonight, like we know you from the WWE fame. Um, yeah. But let's be honest, like you're you're still up to good work right now. Um, I, I I don't know if, if the Youth Alliance School program is still going. I don't know if 3D Team is still going. Um, but I want to say this. I'll say this, and then I'm gonna kick it to you, Chris, to talk about what you're up to nowadays. But um, from what I've read online, you've done a lot of good work since you left, um, traveling around the country, meeting with these school kids, teaching them about what it is about bullying, um, what it is about teasing, self-respect, and really just giving perspective to these kids in a world where there's so much hate and so much um, exploitation and um, social unrest. So props to you. What, but, but what's current, what are you up to nowadays? What social issues are you standing up to and, and where can we find you online? Uh, we want to follow you. We want to uh, be supporters of, of you, of Chris Holyfield. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I appreciate that. Well, you know, um, I, I want to make, I want to make, I want to get this point across. I, I was speaking before, uh, not before I started wrestling, because obviously I started wrestling in '87, but I, 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 my name didn't get recognized until 2007. Or well, I would say 2001 as Little Booker T, but then it died away from that. Little, because, little hiatus, if you will. Yeah, a, a, a huge hiatus. You know the way I see it. You know, <laughs> but and then 2007, you know, uh, got that phone call, and then I had that. And I was with them for about 14 months. Um, so I had that run with them for about 14 months, and what they did is gave me, it definitely gave me a platform uh, to to jump off of, springboard off of from the from what I was the work I was already doing. I've been speaking since 2000, so you know I was I was speaking before a little Booker T. You know I've been speaking traveling the country since 2000, and um, and to this day I'm still speaking. I'm um, speaking across the country, and you know it's it, it's important to me because you know when I had an opportunity to be on TV, nas- national television, people see you all across the country, people recognize me in airports. My my thing was like, what am I going to do to make a difference? And that's that's important to me, you know, to make a difference. And by the, by that, I chose the subject matter of some experiences I had with kids called me names because, you know, have a dwarfism, you know, people would always use the word midget. And, you know, that, and to me, that's almost like using like the, the N word towards somebody or, you know, calling somebody out with a different nationality, calling them something outside of their, their culture. So with that being said, uh, I, I just wanted to like kind of educate kids because I saw the way kids were going 
over the years with the guns coming to school, shooting up everybody because what things people said to them, and they held that in for a couple months to a, six months to a year. Then they plotted out, hey, when I come back to school the next day, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot up the whole school. And and what and to me, what happens there is just it's the lack of the educators uh, not setting an example of what their school stands for. And what your first thing your school should stand for is uh, culture, uh, culturally uh, setting a climate that we're all going to get along here. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be fist fights and things of that nature, but we're not going to be in a situation where we're like uh, in these little race riots or you know we're not going to judge people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, yeah, and we're going to be judged because people are going to they see you, they're going to have their own thought process about you. Yeah, I mean, but, that, I mean, that's so much of how the world's uh, that just like that's so much how we think today, right? Um, it, it, not to throw myself into that, like I hope like I'm a pretty open-minded person, but like so much of the world, like that's just how we think, and um, and it's sad, and it, it's here it is, like 2017, there's social unrest and everything like that. And so big shout out to you. Um, if I were to look you up online, like to support you, where do I go, Chris? Give me a uh, website or Twitter. Like get, tell me where I follow you uh, to support uh, you because I think this is important. My um, uh, uh, Facebook, Chris Hollyfield, you'll see me there. Um, Instagram, Chris Hollyfield. Uh, website, chrishollyfield.com. Uh, got respect, got com. Um, I'm, I'm no longer the 3d team. I changed it over to the got respect tour a few, about four years back. Um, yeah. we're going into our 17th year, finishing out our 17th year of traveling the country. Love it. Um, so and, you know, yeah, so check things. it out. Um, yeah, check them oh, out and, everywhere. Uh, I, got a, I got a book coming out too. Uh, I got a book get coming out. out, called, you, got a, you got a book coming out. Let me hear it. It's, it's you, you know if you play, you know if you plug your book, Chris, you got to give me money. I'm totally oh, kidding. Plug it. I'm totally kidding. Plug your book right now. No, plug it. I got, I got a book called uh, called uh, Big Message Short Story. It's just a, When's it's it a coming out? Read. When's it, it coming it, out? I want it to drop on my birthday, July 5th. I want it to drop on. That's my birthday gift. I'm. Uh, I want. I want that. I want that to be my birthday gift to. For my book to be ready by July fifth. So um, all right, I'll tell you um, this, everybody. Um, July fifth. Let's throw this out. Let's make that happen. Hey, Chris. Uh, really yeah. appreciate you hanging out tonight, dude. Uh, much respect. Um, dude, get out there. Like, keep motivating kids because uh, we live in a world where we need change, which is crazy because it's oh, 2017. Yeah. But hey, dude, we love you. Um, I'll say this: a shout out to to one of your students or one of your friends who who called in, listening to the show too. She a little too shy to get on. Um, and I'm not recalling her name, but uh, she spoke very highly of you. You seem like a really well-respected human being. Um, so props to you. Hey, we're, this is a wrestling podcast. We're always going to remember you. Um, probably Little Boogeyman. Um, it would think we no appreciate doubt, those like few bits you were on, dude. Right. Kill it. Yeah. You're working on something bigger. Let's try to interject. So let's try to get Chris back on and talk some more pro wrestling. Uh, he, he's got some good insight on the business, and I uh, would love to hear some more. Uh, yeah. Not just based on his history, but also, you know, what's going on today. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, hit, so hit, hit me with this, Chris. Uh, the modern wrestlers, who are you into? Modern wrestlers, who am I into, man? Yeah, like yeah, who's like, your favorite right now? What, what are your thoughts you know, on uh, the upcoming pay-per-view event? And then we'll, we'll let you go. I know it's late out there on the East Coast. You know, I, I you know I, I like uh 
I like Roman Reigns. You know why? It's because he, you know, he's related to Rikishi and The Rock, and and I've worked with Rikishi before, and I worked with The Rock before, and and I had had uh, during WrestleMania 23 that I was in, I got to meet um, Umaga's kids and family. So you know, I and then it's just that kind of like you feel like you're a part because you know. There's some more, and I'm 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 African American, so you know it's kind of like you know we're in this together, you know, and uh, and they're they're um, would it be the grandfathers and Samoans, the wild Samoans? Those guys are awesome people, man. You know, just they're just awesome. And then so uh, uh, and, absolutely, uh, hey uh, Chris, I'll hit you with this. Any chance on a return? You know, um, that that's that's up to them, man. That's up to them. I mean, like, I'm, 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 get, I'm yeah, getting over. Bless your heart, dude. Like, uh, honestly, like you did. We'd love to have you back. I know it's been a long time, but uh, more than anything, appreciate you coming on. Um, Chris Hollyfield, just, hey, thank you so much, little boogeyman. Be sure to check him out. I mean, everywhere. Just look up his name, chrishollyfield.com. Check out. I just Google, just Google me, baby. Yeah, and, and remind me, uh, remind me the name of your. Uh, it's not 3D team anymore. I'm uh, sorry. Remind me the. Uh, it's Got Respect Tour. Got Respect Tour. Check it out. Got Respect Tour. Chris, we're gonna let you go. Uh, we gotta move along. But hey, thanks so much for coming on. Like you don't know how much that means to us. We appreciate it. God bless you, and uh, respect to life, man. Thanks so much for coming on. All right, appreciate you guys, man. God bless. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Thanks, Chris. Right. I thought that was good. Uh, I appreciate him coming on. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, def- Mike, it definitely did. Like, I get, like, Mike, I already know you're gonna go. I get it. You yeah, but like it, four it, times you know, today. You want to talk wrestling? I get it. But sometimes, sometimes there's bigger issues on life. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, check him out. Got respect tour Chris Hollyfield. Uh, more than anything, dude, go check out those. Uh, check out that uh, him in the ring with Hornswoggle or him in the ring with The Rock. Like it's legit. Yeah, it's legit okay. shit. Um, let's okay. move this along. Let's let's hit on SmackDown. Um, Mike, I know you have some other thoughts on it. I'm just going to keep moving this along because we've been talking for a while. Um, yeah. But I want to talk about a little bit about SmackDown. Let's get back into wrestling. I get it. It got social. I get it. Let's talk a little more about wrestling. Dolph Ziggler interrupts Nakamura in Renee Young in an interview. And then shit, like, stuff – excuse me, Mike. I, excuse me, Mike. Things got a little wild. Um, but walk me through this fight. Let's jump into SmackDown. Let's hit on some of these bigger things because, frankly, SmackDown was a lot more exciting than Raw. Yeah, you know, I actually don't want I don't want to at this point. You you told me that was going to be a short uh, interview with Little Boogeyman, and, and it went on for forty five minutes, and and I, I'm exhausted now. I, I got I got things to do, and, and I told you this ahead of time that this this is getting ridiculous. I don't want to talk about SmackDown. I don't want to talk about 205 Live. I don't want to talk about NXT. I just want things to wrap up now. This this has gone on way too long. You serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm very I thought, serious. No, I thought we were just hitting our stride, Mike. No, not, that, no, not at all. We can't just move along. We need to hurry. This, this thing is gonna, we're going to be here until midnight on, on the West Coast. The people who are listening to us on the East Coast, it's gonna be three AM before we finish. That's not fair to them. Just hurry this hurry this along. Are you are you quest, questioning my hosting abilities Just right move now? Along, Austin. Do you do you understand my experience in the podcast world? Are you kidding me right now? It's I get it. Callers. I this get it. Ridiculous. Let, you know what? 
Um, I'm going to say it's probably Fenu. Fuck this. Let's bring on our insider tonight. You don't want to talk SmackDown. I get it. Um, let, let's bring the smartest man with WWE knowledge. Let me, uh, let me grab Brett Bradford, the one and only, the insider. I hope he's ready. I'm not even, I'm not even screening this mic because you want to move it along so bad. you got such an issue with this podcast. You don't understand how... This is my this is my life. This is my passion. You're just, you're just We're having really what good I, fucking what content. I told you in the beginning. You're just you're just just using the same words I used earlier to you before the show started. This is this is crap, Austin. Like I'm not gonna keep doing this every week. If you if you can't run this show properly, you're gonna be dude, doing I, it by yourself or with this. Mike, group I get it. It's been the whole, dude, Mike, I get it. It's been just the whole night. Just hold on. Just show. be quiet. Just your number one source for the best behind the scenes information in professional wrestling. This is Rumors and Backstage News with the insider, Brett Bradford. What's up, Brett? You on tonight? I could not be more excited to have you on tonight. To me, no superior knowledge is out there. You're there every night. You're behind the scenes. You're in the. You're. Did you are there? Um, so tell me what what's going on. How you doing tonight? My name is Brett Bradford. Can't teach that. Bada boom. Realist guys in the room. How we doing, guys? I'm, I'm actually really good tonight. I know Mike's having a hard time. Um, my main man, Mike West, is, is, is burning out on me. So, Brett, let's let's. Uh, I, I might mute Mike for a little while because I want to hear your insight, dude. I, I fucking, lo- I love well, your quick, insight. Guys, real, so hit me with it. Well, real, real quick, uh, I gotta apologize. Uh, I, I kind of left uh, real abrupt last week. Uh, uh, I, I got a pizza. I specifically asked for no olives. They put olives. You know, I wasn't thinking. I, I bit straight in. I burnt my mouth on a hot olive. That's a whole big fiasco. Uh, I'm going to spare you guys the details. Let's just say I'm never ordering from that place again. Now, for, for those who don't know who I am, my name is Brent Bradford. I make my living primarily as an insider. Now, sometimes I also do what's called method acting. So uh, right now I'm sitting in the telemarketing room and uh, – I like to work there for about a few weeks, uh, you know, to about a few months even, you know, just to learn how they do things, you know, just in case I get called in for like a telemarketing job or something like that. Hold on, Brent. Let me, let me mute Mike real quick because uh, I think you got some great insight coming on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's all you. The whole reason that we're here is we got this big pay-per-view coming up, all right? Yeah, Stay back. Now, I've got these picks, all right? Now, let me just tell you, sometimes I, I sit up late at night. I get these feelings. Now, this is a few years back, Austin. I'm not sure if you remember. We were out to, we went out to eat, and uh, I was dating this girl, and uh, we got the bill, and I just got that feeling, the same feeling about these picks, that just something wasn't right. Something wasn't quite right. And sure enough, we overpaid. But anyway, that's besides the point. Now, these picks, they're, they're, imagine a lock, okay? All right? Imagine this lock. Now, imagine that same lock times 10. 
All right, hit me with this. Hit me with this because I know um, I know a few websites based out of the UK where I could. If you got a lock, let me know because I'm I'm about to play some bets. Hit me with it. All right. Well, the show starts off with Miz TV, and uh, Miz he he's been on the Real World, and uh, we've actually hung out with each other pretty recently. I saw him at a club. Uh, (laughs) We were both really drunk, so. I'm sure he doesn't remember, and I barely do, but, uh, you know, that, that's going to start the show, and then uh, we got my boys, uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and you can't teach that. They're going up against Gallows and Anderson, and, of course, you got, you got to go with Enzo and Cass, hands down. That's going to be the, the first match win of the night, my first loss, <sighs> Enzo and Big Cass. Now, moving straight along, we got the women's championship. I got Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Now, I am not a Bailey fan, not at all. All right, look for Alexa to run away with this one. Now, coming along, we got the Cruiserweight Championship, Neville versus Austin Aries. Now, Neville, he's a weird-looking guy, but look for him to win this one against Aries. Now, after that, we got the House of Horrors match, Randy Orton versus Braid Braid Wyatt. Now, not much to say about this one, but... Bray Wyatt, you look for him with the easy win. Now, next, we got Mr. Payback is a bitch himself, Seth Rollins. Now, look for him to roll all over Samoa Joe. Now, my boys, the Hardy Boys, are going up against Cesaro and Sheamus. Now, Cesaro... He's had a week or so to heal up his balls after getting them bounced off the top hey, ring the other day. Hey, hey, Brett, I'm going to pause you for I, – Mike, I don't know what's happening. I can't mute you. Um, you got something to say? I hear a lot of sighing going on. I don't feel like the, the listeners are appreciating this. Um, so I, I, two options. You, you have your two cents, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the insider, Brett Bradford, finish his segment because he – he knows what's going on. Um, Brett, I apologize. You're, you're a guest. You're the insider. More knowledge than anybody else in the world. I appreciate your insight so far. Um, so, my, Mike, it's right. up to you. Um, do you have anything to say, or can I let Brett go uninterrupted? Because this is gold. Well, not all of it's gold. Some of it is actually garbage that you can't, you can't transfer to any kind of sort of currency. Uh, you know, he's, he's saying, Hey, uh, Brett, you're on. You're clear. I had to mute Mike. I figured out how to do it. Let's let's finish. Let's wrap this up because um, you're the insider, and uh, I got some money. I want to roll. Hey, not a problem, uh, Austin. As a professional, you, you you deal with this kind of thing all the time now. now absolutely. I, you got to move the interview along sometimes, you know, and, and even with the co-host. But you're on, Brett. It's all you. You were talking a little bit about the Hardy Boys. Hit me with it because I think this might be, you know, the Brett Cold Lock of the Week, uh, if you'd let me coin a phrase. Not a problem. Now, following the Hardy Boys, we've got the long-awaited, the long-anticipated heavyweight bout between Roman Reigns and Big Braun Strowman. Now, I just got to say, I don't know where Braun is getting these little shirts he wears, but damn, guys, if he's not careful, we're going to have a wardrobe malfunction and a potential nipple slip on our hands. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I got Braun all the way. Sorry, Roman. I know it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks for you, but uh, I got Braun on this one. Now, finally, to wrap this all up, guys. I know it's Damn, been an interesting see, night. Sorry, uh, I, I swore to see that Ben. I would, um, Brett, Brett, are you still there? 
Yes. Brett, are you there? Like, uh, this isn't the same as last week. You're safe. You're healthy. Uh, we keep losing you. You were there. I am here. Did you get that last part? You're talking about Strowman. Hit me with it. I didn't hear you. Cut out. And I think the listeners are just dying of anticipation right now to know that what's going to happen, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, because it's really Strowman lately. Um, and I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've been with him, you, you know, behind the scenes, because um, that's where you are. You get it. Um, and if he really is, like, he is the best budding star of WWE right now. So are they going to let him? Are they going to let him take it home against Roman Reigns? Hit me with it. You know what? I just got a call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna revert my picks, guys. Everything I said, do the opposite. I know it sounds a little weird. Do exactly opposite of what I'm saying. Do not listen to what I am saying. I told now, you to trust this guy. He, this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I've got one last pick for you guys. Kevin Owens versus Grandpa Ooh, Jericho. You're just going to flip-flop on it. Who cares? But, Mike, this is the insider, Brett Braff. Let him talk. I unmuted you because I'm a good human being. Let him finish. Because his shit is gold. If he has, If he has the inclination to switch over halfway through that he knows his picks are wrong, then I'm going with that. And so at the end of this, I want to recap, but hit me with Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. Who's going to be the United States champion this Sunday? Brett, we still have you? We lose you. Damn it. I, I think we lost him. Yeah, no kidding. Can you go to another caller if there's any available? This is um, this is a mess. I, tonight's been pretty well. I think we've done pretty well tonight, Mike. I don't think it's a mess. Is there uh, any other callers or no? No, nah, not the moment. I haven't gotten out the number for a while. If you're still listening in, our guest call in number tonight is 646-668-2676. Again, that number is 646-668-2676. 2676. You can also find that number on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, follow us on all those. Subscribe to us on um, on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I feel like it's been a pretty good night. I really appreciate uh, little boogeyman Chris Hollyfield coming on tonight. Um, but Mike, I know that you're dying. I know I give you a hard time all the time because you know how much I respect our insider, Brett Bradford. I think, I think most of his picks usually are gold, but I'll kick it to you. I'm going to I'm going to do you a favor tonight, Mike. I'm going to kick it to you. Uh, hit me with this upcoming pay-per-view event, uh, Payback. Uh, what, are you, what are your predictions? Um, and in the meantime, I might be able to get Brack back on the line um, for some actually some expert predictions. But in the meantime, we'll, we'll hit you, Mike. What do you have for us this weekend? Well, I, you know, I'm going to the show on, on Sunday, and uh... – you know, if it, just a heads up to any of our listeners, I'm going to be at a local restaurant near the arena before the show. Uh, it's called uh, Poor House Bistro in San Jose, and uh, hoping to be there approximately 2 p.m. It is a four-hour drive up from Bakersfield, um, but uh, you know, I'd love to meet some of some of the some of the fans out there. Maybe have a uh, you know a soda or or, or some uh, gumbo. It is a Cajun place. Uh, with, with some of our fans, maybe some pictures. Um, 
Yeah, so, so I'll be I'll be heading up there this this Sunday, and uh, we we are doing the uh, post pay per view show where we recap the results. Um, so very very excited for Sunday. Uh, as far as predictions, you know, I, I think the the important matches on 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 Sunday are the United States Championship match with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Uh, Jericho, I believe, is is going to be done with WWE for for a little while. Uh, he's going on tour with Fozzie next month. So uh, look for Kevin Owens to win this match. And um, and I think Alexa Bliss is going to defeat Bailey in uh, in San Jose. I think uh, I don't think it's going to be a very uh, welcome homecoming for her. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, before we bring on the next caller, and I appreciate you guys. Again, that number is 646. 646- Six six eight two six seven six. If you want to come in, we have Will on hold real quick, but we actually getting some tweets, Mike. Um, and and I'm so sorry to the listeners out there um, that we had to let our insider go, Brett Bradford. I don't know what happened. I wish him the best, but we actually have a tweet from John John, um, who who tweeted in and asked, um, "Who's the one person you put your money on right now on in the ring?" Um, to a sure bet this weekend, no, no doubt in your mind, Mike. Um, they're going to walk out uh, prevailing as the, the champion of the ring um, for, for their given match. Mike, what, what do you think? What's, what's, the, what's your lock? I got Brett. It switched a little bit. I get that. But tell me your, your lock of the week, Mike. Uh, lock of the week, Kevin Owens over Chris Jericho. Yeah, and I think I think our insider would agree with that, Brett. And if that's wrong, you can tweet that out. But I really think um, – no, I really think you're right about that. In the meantime, let's bring on uh, let's bring on Will calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Will, you are in the ring with Mike and Austin. Um, really appreciate you having on to you coming on tonight, uh, Will. But how are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm fantastic, Mike. How are you? Yeah, uh, man, it's going good. Just want to talk some wrestling with you guys. See what's going on with Ron right. SmackDown. All right, hit us with it, man. What's on your mind? Well, to be honest, guys, I've known Mike for a while now, I think. And um, from when I met him till now, Raw has really changed up a lot. Raw should go back to two hours. This three-hour thing is killing us. It's just look at what SmackDown's doing with a two with a two-hour period. I honestly believe SmackDown's doing way better than Raw as far as character development and everything. Look at Jinder Mahal, for example. Look what they've done with him at SmackDown compared to Raw. Raw lately has just been, I don't know. It's been, I've never liked missing wrestling until recently. It's just The PG era has really been killing what we used to know. And as far as wrestling goes and WWE, all I'm mostly watching now is NXT and SmackDown. And I don't know if you guys talk much about upset. NXT. Sorry Will. Sorry, Will, to interrupt. I'm a little upset. Uh... Mike Mike got a little ahead of himself tonight because I think NXT this week uh, was pretty good. I think there's some I think there's some major matches. I think there's some really up and coming um, you know WWE stars. And so I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Um, I'll throw it to you, Will, um, because somebody doesn't want to talk about NXT tonight. But um, tell me a little bit about your thoughts. Who you think is kind of the budding star coming up? NXT, as far as NXT goes. I honestly feel like they're going the right route with Roderick Strong by showing the fans who he is again. Roderick Strong was never, he doesn't have, we say, the big old image that typical WWE guys, like the ones Vince likes, the big muscular guys. But if you look at Roderick Strong's work in the past, 
he can be a big time player. And as far as Tommy and or, or Alistair Black is concerned, um, people are just going with his look so far. He's a great wrestler in the independent scene. He was great. He had great matches with guys like um, Cassius Ono. He's actually wrestled Daniel Bryan. He's had a great. Uh, I feel like the future is bright for him as well. Hopefully, he doesn't end up in 205 Live. 205 Live has been sinking because WWE ain't working with these guys the right way. Compared to 205 Live to the Cruiserweight Classic, it's completely different. And I feel like Aleister Black and Roderick Strong and Cassius Ono can be big-time players. Bobby Roode, of course, we all love him as a heel. He's been a great bad guy on screen, and there's no denying that. So I'm looking forward to seeing those guys come up eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, any comments on that? Yeah, uh, you know, going going with what Will said, I mean, this this week, uh, SmackDown and NXT were were the the best uh, programs on on the air. Um, NXT was exceptionally strong this week. Uh, NXT does suffer from the uh, the issue of of their weekly show kind of kind of getting boring in between the takeover specials. Uh, if you didn't see this week's, definitely seek it out because it was not one of your typical NXT episodes. It was fully loaded. Uh, you did have uh, Ruby Riot and uh, Nikki Cross going at it for for a little bit of the episode. Obviously, not the most appealing. Uh, women visually, but uh, definitely intense. Um, yeah, and going back, Raw needs to definitely be two hours. Throw on uh, Raw Talk or whatever they're calling it for a half hour afterwards. Uh, I think it would definitely improve. Um, maybe cut out on the fluff with Titus O'Neil and Apollo Cruz and Kurt Hawkins and all that garbage. Um, SmackDown is the better show right now. Let's just see if they can stay focused. Um, they've done it so far for the past nine months, so it'll be interesting to see if they can continue. Yeah, Ruby Riot is is one to look out for. And as far and another guy not, that people not in a are no, not as sexual way. Just as a great wrestler, Ruby Riot's good. Um, and I, mean, I mean, we can go there, guys. One... If that's where you're looking to go. We can go there, guys. <laughs> Uh, no, Another I would guy, never go that way. Maybe after like a you know a, a handle of vodka on like a Tuesday <laughs> night if I didn't have anything going on. But another guy I feel like should have some kind of stardom and will that a lot of people don't realize is Cien. Cien is a great heel as a babyface. People didn't like him, but as a heel, people love him. They're starting to love the guy. They're starting to root for the guy. Because he's good at uh, at it. He's good at being the cocky um, Latino. He's good at being uh, what Alberto the Real was kind of doing. It's kind of similar as far as their character. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but I like him. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it with that. Hey, we'll appreciate you coming on. I'll ask Mike's comments on CN. Um, dude, thanks for being a listener to the show. It's been a long time since we, we've heard from you. Appreciate you coming on, um, but uh, Mike, what, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on CN? And, and uh, there's a couple other new things I want to hit, and then we're gonna wrap this up tonight. Um, appreciate everyone listening. We do have an episode coming up this Sunday after the pay per view event in San Jose, California. Which Mike, you're gonna be there, and we'll probably cut to you uh, live on the scene at some point or, or get some insights. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit. Even if you want to, if not, maybe there's something more important pressing issue. I don't know if it's that big of a deal to talk about what Will was talking about. 
Um, but let's uh, let's wrap this up a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre made short work of CN, Andrade Almas, or whatever they're calling him now, Andrade CN. Um, but then the, the kind of the key thing after that match was uh, they cut to CN backstage, and he was taken off in a limo with like nine nine of the smoking smoking as hot Orlando, uh, you know, kind of girls that you could possibly really come across. So he kind of blew off the loss. Um, CN might be the best wrestler on NXT, but they haven't done much with his character. Um, it, it looks like they might be starting to focus on it a little bit. Um, other than that, you know, it's... Uh, I'll talk to you on Sunday. All right, man. Appreciate it. Um, I, I'll say this and wrapping it up tonight. Um, big, big shout out to Papa Roach. Of course, they have the song for the weekend. Um, and uh, a big shout out to us uh, since we promoted them last week. They've actually uh, cracked the Billboard Top 100. At least that's what people are telling me. I haven't actually looked it up. Uh, but big shout out to Papa Roach. Really excited for the event this weekend. I want to thank all our guests today. Um, everybody from, from Little Boogeyman to all our callers. Um, it's been a great night, everybody. Uh, Brett Bradford, we sorry that it had to drop. But check us out this upcoming Sunday. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, In the Ring Podcast. Um, like our photos, tell your friends. There's a lot going on in the rest of the world right now. We're really excited. But um, uh, we'll leave it for the night. Let's, uh, let's exit the night with some Little Boogeyman theme song. And... Um, Appreciate it, guys. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. um, And we'll see you on Sunday. Have a good night. Ha, 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 ha.